Welcome to Slingstones, a podcast with insights for the Christian journey. Before we begin this week's episode, we at Healing Care are excited to introduce Healthy for the Holidays, a free online series to help you navigate all the emotions of the season. For more information about this, please visit our website at healingcare.org and go under the Events tab where you'll find a place where you can register for these four virtual sessions. Each week will include teaching by one of our season's staff, storytelling, and interactive discussions to help you navigate all aspects of the season, the good, the bad, and the overwhelming. We hope that this will be a positive and helpful resource for you to navigate this time in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And now, your host, Terry Wardle. Well, I'll mention from the beginning that my voice may sound a little strange. I've been battling for 10, 11 days bronchitis, and I still had some things I wanted to share. So hopefully I won't begin to cough. Um, I'd appreciate it if you'd say a prayer for me. We've really been going through, I personally, some difficulties with my health, and uh, I would ask for the Lord's healing presence to flow over me in a generous way. I can get back on my feet again and be strong and be able to serve Him in whatever way He so chooses. You know, Scripture is filled with tremendous and beautiful themes. The themes of redemption and atonement of grace and mercy, the concept of individuals being made in the image of God, just these wonderful themes that carry throughout Scripture, including the theme of salvation itself. But, you know, there are also scriptures that are just intensely practical. And that's the way I experienced reading Psalm 37 recently. You know, first, we're all well aware that in this world, we go through difficulties. At times, we face challenges of finance and relationship There are people, I'm sure, that are struggling with employment, either being underemployed or not employed. And as I mentioned, health challenges. And when those things come upon us, it's easy for the evil one to root in, to begin to cause us to worry, to lose our moorings. And that's when some of the practical advice that comes right out of Psalm 37 seems as though it's a school of discipleship itself. So I just want to go through some of these with you because I think they're, they're, they're very relatable to the circumstances we find ourselves in, the circumstance I find myself in right at this very moment. There's a series of admonitions, several of them, instructions of what to do and what not to do when things are difficult. I I can almost imagine a small group of Christians, you and a few friends, gathering together, going over this list of admonitions, and then checking in with each other, asking how you're doing with each of these encouragements, what you could do to encourage each other as you move forward to follow those very specific instructions that come from the Lord. And so I'm going to walk this through with you because there are uh, 
seven specific admonitions that I find so relatable and so relevant. So I want to encourage you when you get a chance, read Psalm 37 and then look for these. Think about them in terms of great practical advice for a follower of Christ when things are challenging. And the very first thing that it says in verse 1, don't fret. How our Lord told us not to worry, that God has the greater story in hand, that God cares for us, that he loves for us, he loves us, and that he's going to take care of us. It's so easy to begin to fret. I, I even find the word fret so illustrates this tendency that I can have when challenges come my way to worry over the challenge. And yet one of the things that scripture says very clearly is don't threat, don't fret. And then it says, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. It, it means that we fundamentally believe that God is involved that the promise that he will not leave us and forsake us is true, that we can find in him uh, a place of care, a place of shelter. I mean, those two words right right alone are very important to us. Are you going through a difficult time? Is this a hard season? Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Don't fret. Trust the Lord. He will ultimately come through. He's for us. He loves us. He's gracious to us. It then goes on and gives us a very specific instruction. It's do good. In a time when things are difficult, make a choice to do good. Find some way to serve someone else. Be fruitful. Be generous. Get outside of your own circumstance to care about the circumstance of someone else. And there are so many easy ways and practical ways in which we can do this. Just moments ago, a friend of mine from Canada, his name is Dan, he sent me a few gifts, a wonderful book called The End of the Spear, a journal from the organization that he works with, and a pair of socks. And he was doing that simply to encourage me. And it really has encouraged me. Those kind of small thoughts, those kind of little efforts, they make a huge difference in people's life. So here we have three things so far that are coming up that is is just so very, very important when things are tough. Don't fret. When you find yourself fretting, ask the Holy Spirit to come in and give you that comfort to know that God is on the job. Trust in the Lord and go do something good. And then the psalmist says, commit your way to the Lord. I think this comes right back to the notion of walking the way of Jesus, the way Jesus walks the way. When things are hard, it's very tempting to grab hold of power, to try to manipulate and to control a circumstance, to do some things our way to make sure that it turns out the way we believe is best. 
And yet, what the psalmist is telling us is walk the way of the Lord. Commit that the way you're going to walk this out is going to be consistent with what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And then a little later, the psalmist says, be still. He's not talking about isolating. He's not talking about running away. He's talking about being quiet. Quiet enough to recognize the presence of the Lord. To let the Holy Spirit still your heart in the midst of difficulty. And to be able to hear the word of the Lord. We live lives that are filled with so much noise. I know I do. And when things are harder, when I'm struggling, it seems that the noise gets even louder. And I attract even more noise. And yet what scripture is telling me is to settle down, get quiet, be still. And taking from another psalm, it's in being still that I I know that God is God. The psalmist goes on and says to wait patiently. Wait patiently. It's hard to be patient when things are hard, when times are difficult, when you're facing a challenge. And yet part of waiting patiently is a very active posture. It's just not sitting back and doing nothing. It's waiting with worshipful anticipation of the coming of the Lord into our circumstance in order that we can be cared for, loved, in order that his provision is made for us. Now, I need prayer that the Holy Spirit would help me be patient because just to go back a little earlier, I, I like to grab hold of things. I want to make things happen. And yet here in Scripture, we see these very practical steps. And this one to actively wait patiently in order that the Lord can come in and accomplish the purpose for which we're walking through this very circumstance. And then it says, refrain from anger. You know, I've mentioned it many times before that anger is a secondary emotion. It's like a bodyguard emotion. Anger is often, if you will, protecting hurt, disappointment, despair. But what Scripture says to us here is refrain from anger. Don't lash out in anger in this time. Instead, Turn your concerns over to the Lord. Be very articulate about them. I think it's important that we tell the Lord exactly what we're feeling, exactly what we're concerned about, and exactly what we need. And I think we can even do that with lament and with emotion. But anger, it doesn't serve us well. Anger can wound. Anger can get us off base. Anger can lead to bitterness. And so here we are, we have these admonitions right off the bat that I think are so practical. I mean, they're workable. They're something that we can write down and we can ask the Lord to really work with us over these. I 
can imagine myself just going through this litany of prayer. Lord, I'm in a tough time right now. I don't want to fret about it. I want to entrust all this to you. Even in this circumstance when I'm hurting, I want to look for the opportunity to do good for someone else. And I want to walk this out the way Jesus would walk it out. I don't want to take any different path than the path Jesus would take. Help me when I am anxious about something to settle down and be still, to make a declaration of waiting patiently that you are good and all that you do is good and that your love endures forever and guard my heart from anger. I I think this is almost like a, a mini school of discipleship. Like I mentioned, you could probably get several of your friends together and just work through these psalms, these admonitions in Psalm 37 together. Maybe start by confessing where it's hard. Maybe it'd be important to talk about practical ways in which you can fulfill these. Maybe you could give each other some really good guidance on the best way to be still in a difficult time. To say to one another that patience is hard and anger is easy, and yet patience is the way of the Lord. Yet, with all that good said, there is one more thing that this psalmist writes that I think is really worthy of our attention. It comes in verse 34. It says this, Hope in the Lord. Hope in the Lord. And then it goes on and says, and keep his way. You know, this idea of hope is so important. It's the idea that even in the midst of what is hard and possibly dark, that we fundamentally believe that God can break through. And therefore, no matter how dark it is, we know that the darkness is as light to him and that he can break in with new light and new love, and new strength, and new courage at any moment. And so what we choose to do then, as the scripture said, is let's keep his way. Let's continue to walk by the virtues and the values of the kingdom of God, to not allow our difficult circumstance to cause us to veer off the path of Christ, to try to gain power, and to always keep seeking his presence in the midst of all things. Because I will say this, I don't think there's anything, no matter what situation we're in, that satisfies even a moment in the presence of the Lord. Wouldn't you agree? I encourage you, go to Psalm 37. Look at these admonitions. Think about finding a way to work through them with some friends. I believe God will meet you there.